0: Yo, what is up, guys? Thank you so much for joining me this week on Christian Universe Podcast. This week's topic is breaking bad habits. And this week is a little different because there's no guests, there's no anyone, it's just me. And I decided this is well overdue, okay? So let's get straight into it. Um, Step one is prayer. You could look at Matthew 26, 41, and it says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And basically, what this said to me is that you need to ask God for help with everything. Not just with not just with breaking habits, but you need to ask Him to help you with everything. Because you are will your spirit is willing, which means that you do want to change, but because your flesh is weak. The temp- you keep falling for the temptation. So we need to watch and pray so that we do not fall into them. Another one that we could look at is also Luke 11, verse 4. And it says, Forgive us of our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. And this is talking of basically saying that we need a daily, not... Weekly, not monthly, we need to daily ask God to forgive us. And we also need to be ready to forgive others. And we need to do exactly what God says that we need to bury it and remember the sins of that person no more. Now, don't get me wrong, it's going to be hard. And that's why I decided to go with Matthew 24 first because it says. Ask God for help with everything, so it's not going to be easy for getting forgiving them and letting them come back into your life and loving them unconditionally. But if you ask God, He will give you the strength to do it. Okay, um, another there's many, but these I picked three, and this last one is Luke 18. Verse 1 and it says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. So basically, what it's saying is, We need to pray always. Alright? Period. We just need to pray always. We also need to never give up on the belief that we can overcome sin. Okay? So we know that we can't do. Just to recap, we know that we need God's help with everything and he gives us strength to resist sin. We need to ask God to forgive us and with that strength that He has given to us, we should be able we need to forgive others. We need to pray always on a consistent basis and we need to never give up on the belief that we can overcome sin. All right, that's step one prayer of breaking bad habits step two is think good thoughts all right in mark 7 20 to 23 it says he went on what comes out of a person is what defiles them for it is form from within them out of a person's heart that evil thoughts come sexual immorality theft murder adultery greed malice Deceit, lawlessness, laudness, sorry, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. All right, so basically what this one is saying is by focusing on God, our thoughts will become pure through all the evil. Therefore, all the evil things will be wiped away. Okay, so we need to Focus on God and not on the fact that we we need to have the desire to get rid of all of these things. Sex, um, sexual immorality is anything related to sexual intercourse, sexual intercourse, um, theft, murder, all of those things. And we need to give it to God and focus on him. 100% focus on him. Another one that we could look at is James 11 14 verse 3 and it says so then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead and for your sake I am glad I was not here so that you may believe but let us go to him. Here it's talking about everyone is here it's basically saying that everyone is because just a little context right before this it is, I think, Martha that comes up to Jesus and is asking him why he didn't come earlier. He could have saved Lazarus. And that is what he's saying. Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad that I didn't come earlier. Now you have to believe. So take me to him. Okay? So, based, so what I understood from it is that everyone is tempted, but we must stay connected with God so that he can give us the strength not to fall into sin. Okay. Because remember, what are we doing? We're thinking good thoughts. So, and one thing I realized about the Bible is not, is that it's not just going to come out straight and tell you, do this, do that. You have to analyze and read context and context clues. And that is one thing that I love about the Bible. The next one is Philippians 4, 8, and it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whether is whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lo- lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. All right, and I love this one because it basically sums up the whole thing that we're talking about about thinking good thoughts. And it says. What I wrote down is. Always think on godly things. So our ch- character. May be Christ like. Because. What we might think is good. might It might be good. But the bible says. Our good deeds are as filthy as. A dirty rat. Or, fil- or as filthy rags. Okay so because of our sin our good deeds we we are inclined to do things for our own benefit no matter if anyone wants to tell you i'm not doing this for me everyone is doing it for some reason whether it's not to feel guilty for doing for not doing something when they could have or whether it's to say i helped that person today i got them some food today it's always no matter what, it's always somebody trying to lift themselves up. And in the process, we are to also lift others. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because, as I said, we're human. So we are to think on godly things so that our character may be more Christ-like. All right, so step two, completed think good thoughts. And Philippians 4:8 sums it up very nicely. Step three is replace evil with good. First things first is Ephesians 4, 20 to 32. Now, this one is a very long one. So bear with me if I stutter a couple times or if I make a couple mistakes. That, however, is not to the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught to in him in accordance with the truth that is in jesus you were taught and with regard with regard to your former way to life to put out your old self which is being corrupted by its deceitfulness to be made new in holiness in your mind and to put on the new self created by God in true righteousness and holiness therefore each of us must put on put off falsehood and speak truthfully to thy neighbor for we are all members of one body in anger do not sin do not let the sun go down while you are so angry and do not let the devil have a foothold anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let an unwholesome talk come about of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. That is my benefit. That's It may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God and with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as the lord god almighty has forgave you now that is a lot so i'm gonna and honestly that all that was just saying is that we need to replace our old habits with new habit with christ-like habits right like for example i'm gonna take it straight from here it says Anyone who has been stealing must steal no more, but must work, do something useful with their hands, that they may have something to share with those in need, okay? So, if you have been, exactly what it said, if you've been stealing, stop stealing, get an honest job, do something on the straight and narrow, so that you may help someone in need, Um, Another example is, if you hate someone, instead of showing them that you hate them, show them some love. If you lie, maybe it's time to start telling the truth. Not maybe, sorry. It's time to start telling the truth. So, and I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm also talking to myself because I struggle with lies. I struggle with hate. Especially the people that hurt me over and over and over. But God is working on me as He is working in each and every one of us. We just have to let Him in. That's it. Alright, so we are to replace good with evil with good. Sorry. We are to replace evil with good. Step number four is make bad habits impossible. Alright, I know you guys are like, make bad habits, but it's make bad habits impossible. Matthew 5, 29 says, if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Alright, so basically what this is saying is that anything that is a barrier between you and and Christ should be removed. So going back to what we just said, Christ does not Christ did not ordain hate. He or He ordained love. And something that um was said, I don't remember who said it, but they said, Everything that Christ has made correct, the devil's main purpose is to perverse it. Okay, so he made the feeling love and the opposite of love is hate so the devil has created the feeling of hate so we need to remove hate and replace it with love as we are to replace evil with good all right step five says surround yourself with good people Mm, i like this one because it According to 1 Corinthians 15, do not be misled. I'm going to stop right there before I continue. So the word misled means that you are going down a path that you yourself didn't think you would go. And that was not your, that was not the plan. It means that you are, some of us call it peer pressure. Alright, and I love what it says after. It says, bad company corrupts good character. If you hang out with thieves and you're not a thief, you are likely to become a thief. If you hang out with failures and you are not a failure, you are likely to become a failure. If you hang out with people that are good for you, you will have good people. You, yourself will become a good person. So it says, so what I wrote down is, the people who you hang around with, determine who you are. All right. step number six is confess your faults. Now that one is pretty self-explanatory, but we're gonna keep it rolling with biblical backup. And it says in James five, verse 16, therefore confess your sins to each other And pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is more powerful and effective. Alright, so, recently I've been, if you listen to, um, or if you checked out the YouTube channel and you checked out channels, I have Just Different, KP Preaching, and Alexis there, along with Bible Project and all these others, but... KP Preaching, Alexis, and Just Different recently just did a live stream about a week ago or two weeks ago, and their whole thing was freedom and transparency, and that, if you want more um, dissection on confessing your faults, I would suggest that you go check that out. And um, that's all it is. You, We are to confess our wrongs to each other. As children of God, we are to confess to our wrongs or our sins to one another so that it's not just us praying for our sins, whether it's sexual immorality, stealing, murder. If you have committed a murder, you tell your fellow brethren and you turn yourself in. If you have stolen, you tell your fellow brethren. And you, if it is a crime punishable by the law, You tell your fellow brethren to pray for you about it and you turn yourself in because me personally, I believe that God does not want any because you still you're running away from the law. And God said, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and give unto God what is God. If you are willing to commit something that is like a crime, you should do the time. All right. Um, But that's getting a little off topic. But we are to confess our sins to one another and pray for one another so that we may be healed. Because the per, Because us alone is not righteous. Us with God is righteous. And us as a community is righteous. Alright, that is why I started this podcast so that we can create a community for one another. And we can talk to one another. So I... I hope you guys could go and check out our... Well... Go and check out my Instagram and DM me if you guys have any questions, topics, anything. If there's something that you guys want me to pray for, anything. Um, I appreciate y'all. Step seven. And this one is the final step. And this one is also one of the most important steps. Um, and I'm going to recap it based on importance of but you should go step by step but based on importance i will recap it and we can check out matthew 6 34 and it says therefore do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself if each day has enough trouble of its own i was telling a um friend of mine the other day god says to count your blessings but on a daily basis I lose track of the amount of blessings. Just being able to breathe, just being able to talk to you guys right now is a blessing. I've probably gotten over a million blessings today alone. Because every second that I live, every millisecond that I live is a blessing from God. Okay. So back to this, it said what I wrote down is work at overcoming habits one day at a time that's what we're supposed to do don't work on overcoming habits three days two days but one day at a time all right so that brings us to the end well let me do the recap for you guys as i said i would step one is prayer. You pray always. You ask God for help with your habits. And you daily ask God to forgive you so that you may be able to forgive others. Step two is to think good thoughts. So you focus on God. You fo- By focusing on God, our thoughts will be pure and therefore all evil things will be wiped away. Step three is Replace evil with good Which means replace old habits With Christ-like habits Replace hate with love Replace lies With truth Step four is make bad habits impossible Which means that you Remove all barriers From yourself So that you And Christ Can become closer Step five is surround yourself with good people because you become the company that you keep. Step six is confess your faults, which is we are to share it with one another so that together we can help each other. Step seven is to take it one day at a time because it's not going to happen One day. They say that it takes. Two weeks. To make a habit. But it takes. Three. To break a habit. It's just like weight. It takes one. Two. Maybe five cheeseburgers. To gain. A hundred pounds. Or how much ever pounds. I don't know. But it takes you. Two months, one month, how much ever long, depending on who you are and how much you're willing to put in to get that same 200 pounds off after all you did was eat five cheeseburgers. All right. So that brings us to the end real quick. I'm going to pray for us as a family. So dear, gracious father, I thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Dear God, thank you for the countless blessings that you have given to us. I appreciate you and I love you. Be with us and thank you for this platform, their God. I thank you for impressing upon my heart to share this with others, their God, so that we may be able to break our bad habits. Help us to remember to come to you in everything. Help us to remember to take it one day at a time and help us also to remember that we are to share it with other we are to share it with other believers. We don't have to share it with the world, but we can share it with our close circle. Be with us. Protect us and guide us throughout this day, night. Just protect us and guide us throughout the rest of our lives. In Jesus' precious name, I do pray with Thanksgiving. Amen. I appreciate y'all for coming on, listening up. And I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Not sure what it's going to be about, but I hope it will be something that touches your heart. Okay, guys? Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Peace out.